0: easy choice easy choice it really i feel like it's pretty hard I, now for me that was it was super easy and now granted this may put me at a disadvantage but initially i'm going to be slaying zombies like crazy the nitro fire
1: listening to the Muzzle Loaders Podcast. The show where we talk about anything and everything black powder. How's it going guys? It's Darren with the Muzzle Loaders Podcast and yes it has been a while since we've recorded podcasts. It's
0: been a long while. It's been a
1: long while and I am very excited to be sitting with my good friend Hunter and we're going to talk about a a large number of things. Uh, In trying to title this podcast I have decided to to title it the annual muzzleloader extravaganza because it's just a hodgepodge of fun muzzleloader black powder related things that hunter and i are going to discuss because we haven't had time to just sit and catch up um for those of you that are unaware um the, you know you probably haven't been seeing as much on social media and there's been fewer podcasts fewer videos because i have just decided to go to school to become a paramedic so i've been pretty preoccupied with a lot of that stuff and unfortunately have not been able to spend as much time here at Muzzle Loaders, Um, but when making uh, us all cry on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, there's some tears shed on my part as well, but I'm excited that I get to spend this week with you guys and we get to film podcasts. We're going to have some exciting videos coming out Um, and we are working on a more sustainable solution so that we can get back to making content like we were before, despite my absences. Um, But all that aside, let's t- go ahead and talk about uh, what we're going to be doing today. So, extravaganza was Hunter's uh, idea, well, jokingly. I, I didn't think you were actually <laughs> going to use that. I was just teasing <laughs> you the other day. Well, you got to be careful what you tease, Hunter. Evidently. <laughs> I, t- I will take it to heart, I guarantee. <laughs> it's a literal interpretation. I, you know, that's I liked it, and I think it's fitting because we have five different things we're going to be talking about today. Um, each of them are pretty much completely unrelated. Yeah, um, which is great. We have... Uh, if you can only own one muzzleloader, we have you know a muzzleloader for the apocalypse. Oh man, yep. Various different things that uh, we are going to be going through today. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. The first thing I want to do though is um, I saw a video on Duelist. Um, I think it's Duelist 1954. Is that it's Duelist with a certain year after? He's a fam- good black powder YouTube uh, guy. Fantastic YouTube channel, and he had. A video that was if you could only have one pistol and he normally does black powder, but this one was center fire a center fire pistol and okay I thought that was a really compelling video idea so I decided you know let's go ahead and do one of those for um, a muzzle loader and uh, see what you know see what because I think it'd be an interesting thing because there's so many different various there's various things like rendezvous if you're a rendezvous guy um, or a competition shooter traditional in line there's all kinds of different stuff that you might be wanting to do with a muzzle loader. Hunting is kind of my main thing, um, but that's not everybody's thing. So it's like, if you can only have one muzzleloader, what is the muzzleloader you're going to choose to do it all, you know? So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I was kind of kicking that around about the last couple of days because you gave me the prompt ahead of time. So mm-hmm. I had a, a little bit of time to yeah, think about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've gotten good back and forth. So I think what I'm going to narrow in on for what i'm interested in is probably like a cva accurate mrx and the reason that that would be my pick is it's probably the more if not the most versatile gun it's Mm -hmm. not the best at everything but it's solid at a lot of stuff yeah so the reason i do that you can hunt with that in oregon and idaho which we live in oregon idaho's next door right so we can convert it for northwest application um I can convert it back to 209 and now the large rifle primer since the Veriflame conversion kits have come out. So you can get better performance out of it Mm -hmm. if you have the opportunity to hunt in other States. So I think that's a good compelling point. Um, So it's legal for all the hunting applications. The practical side of it is the, it's got a shorter barrel, it's lighter weight, which I, I really like that, especially if you're carrying it around for a long period of time. And then it's still got good range capacity, Mm -hmm. though. You know, you can really shoot that gun solid at 200. You could probably push it out to 250, maybe even three, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if the conditions are right. So you've got good versatility all the way around. It's adaptable for a variety of applications. You can put open sights on it. You can put a scope on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's pretty much got everything in in the checkbox that... Or the check boxes that I I personally think are important for what I'd be interested in.
1: Yeah, I, I that's a great choice. Uh, it's really tough to argue against that choice. Honestly, I I personally kind of did some back and forth because going to rendezvous and doing that sort of thing is really important to me. Um, mm-hmm. and I really like doing that. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to any last year, which was really disappointing because. Uh, my sister got married on one, which that wasn't disappointing. That was awesome. How disappointing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was disappointing that the dates didn't line up. It was way so they disappointing. I mean, I had to go to my sister's <laughs> wedding. which is just the happiest day of her life. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, exactly. Celebrate. Yeah, I'm such a horrible person.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and then the other one, I had something else going on. And there's usually, there's really like, there's three main ones around here. And uh, I couldn't make it to those, which is unfortunate. But uh, I, hunting is is my number one, like thing that I want to prioritize. If I couldn't do anything else else in this life, I would want to hunt, you know? So, um, with regard to muzzle loading, I should say, <laughs> that's uh, that's a very a, absolute state. a <laughs> very, only a Sith deals in absolute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think that I would go with probably the CVA accurate LRX. Um, you know, because as excellent as like, you know, think guns like the paramount are, they're kind of niche and you can't use them for everything. Um, and, And I think that the LRX kind of checks all those boxes where if I want to do like our Eagle cap elk hunt here, the muzzleloader hunt, um, I have the 30 inch barrel that I can go in there. It's a little heavy, but you know, it just kind of is what it is. You're going to have to pay that price and you can't have everything if you're only having one muzzleloader. Right. And like you said, uh, an important thing you pointed out is it, you can get it 50 caliber. So it's going to be legal in whatever state, um, you can convert it. So it's legal in Oregon, Idaho, you can use it for any of those States. Um, and and if you wanted to go to another state, you could you could always throw a scope on it and it's gonna be an excellent long range performer, mm-hmm. you know, three hundred yards is super attainable with that muzzle loader. So yep. um I think it just checks all the hunting boxes and I'm sad to I'm sad to say that I would have to not go to rendezvous ever again. Oh you my know? goodness. Be, uh, uh, it's, I'm glad this is just hypothetical. <laughs> That's true. I'm man. glad this is a hypothetical scenario because it would just be sad.
0: I mean, you could you could definitely do so that with the rendezvous thing in mind, I was that I was like right on the razor's edge of going with a Hawken mm-hmm. instead of yep. going with yeah. the MRX. Yep. But I was like, I was kind of the same thought process. He was like, well, hunting's more important. So yep. I'm gonna do better hunting with the MRX probably than I will with the Hawken. There's some solid Hawkins out there, mm-hmm. but I just I know my skill and capability is probably gonna put me more on that inline side. So yeah. yeah I but I would say the Hawken would be my runner up. Yeah. Um. Really, just about any model. There's so many of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. But a good solid hawk and muzzleloader. Um. Because you could do literally everything with that. Yeah. Except maybe some flintlock seasons somewhere. Unless you get the flintlock specifically, but yeah,
1: yeah, I, you know, I, if you get to do a caveat, then so am I, you know. The, nope, no Two muzzles. I, I was my idea, so you don't get to, you don't get a caveat. Kentucky long rifle. You <laughs> no, can't, no, you no. can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I last year I hunted the Kentucky. Actually, we, I was just had it on out on the table before the podcast. Mm-hmm. I really like just the feel of it. it. I like the way it's balanced. Like you pick it up and it's just really yeah. well balanced. It's really accurate. Um, I really like Kentucky the kentucky rifle um so i would probably do that if i was going traditional i was on oh, it was for me it was between long range man over here you yes know. You gotta have <laughs> the, gotta have a hundred foot barrel, barrel you know that's right. <laughs> the longer the barrel the better for yes. darren right that's, yes exactly yeah. um so this is another question here um one muzzleloader to brave the apocalypse. Easy
0: choice. Easy choice. It really. I feel like it's I, pretty hard. Now for me that was it was super easy. And now, granted, this may put me at a disadvantage, but initially I'm gonna be slaying zombies like crazy. The nitro fire because okay. I can reload that sucker <laughs> way faster than I can reload everything else. Yeah. And we got a warehouse full of fire sticks, so I'm good. I know where to go <laughs> camp out.
1: I can just sit up in a window and just smoke zombies all day with that thing. I like it. It's gonna be great. That's so the the first gun that came to my mind when I thought of that was a nitro fire but then instantly after that I was like you know what in an apocalypse you
0: may not have fire sticks I, I mean it'll be great for the first
1: couple <laughs> months but then I'm out of fire sticks so then I was going the complete opposite direction of like am I going to get a flintlock where I could like make my own powder and find my own flints and then I was like but it's just you know after my flintlock season last year <laughs> I just really so got hard. burned and I, was like, <laughs> I just don't know like the you know I, again well that this is hypothetical now you didn't specify
0: what kind of apocalypse this was going to be. I kind of was assuming it was going to be a zombie apocalypse, sure. so yeah. you know, the focus being we still have, you know, stuff available, yeah. but we just mostly got to smoke zombies. Okay. But, yeah. you know, if it's a just a normal boring apocalypse, you know, where everything collapses, there's probably some validity in going with one that can use broken down components better Yeah. because yeah, you're you're going to run out of fire sticks pretty quickly
1: yeah and the thing is like in an apocalypse situation i think that i would i don't even know if i would favor a muzzle loader if i couldn't have like make the materials because it's like if it was just if it was like a zombie if it was like a zombie deal then i'd probably just use a sword for the most part
0: well we don't sell swords so (laughs) you're you're out of luck there we have (laughs) no swords in stock (laughs) (laughs) you're kidding yeah it's true it's true
1: maybe we got cannons we
0: got (laughs) You know, there we go. That maybe that's, that's what we do. Is break we, the
1: apocalypse with we, the cannon.
0: we just set up some of you know, those replica cannons. Those are the tripwire, you know, safety precaution <laughs> type of you know, situation. There.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that could that the that's a very real, real argument to be made there.
0: Muzzle loaders are legit. I actually had a a real-life customer uh, call me, like, one of the first two years I was working here, Mm -hmm. He got and he was actually buying a muzzle loader for the apocalypse. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. He got the Remington 700. Hmm. And he was like, well, it's super long range. He's like... I, I don't know if i believe him but he said he could reload you know a, a, every shot like within a minute and i'm like oh, hmm. that seems
1: unlikely well, but you I mean, have, have the casing you have to slide in there so it's like
0: yeah but just i mean it's hard to reload those guns yeah. after you shoot once because the true. barrels are pretty tight uh, but anyway that's neither here nor there i'm not gonna I'm, he, he may very well be that legit i am not but um yeah he was straight up buying it for that purpose because he's like whoa You know, when all the stuff goes south, you know, we're not going to be able to get casings and bullets and all this, you know, we're going to need to be able to make our own powder and all this stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a good survival gun. Mm -hmm. Um, Not great if you actually have to fight anything, but you know, it's great if you just happen to hunt, sustain yourself. A muzzleloader is a legitimate good argument to make um, for an apocalyptic situation because they're very versatile and you can make, you know, kind of not very good black powder yourself yeah. and it'll still work nominally well out of yeah. your gun, you know, so you can still eat. So there's totally. definitely some pros, some real life pros. So there you go. Uh,
1: I, I think that, you know, I, the more we talk about this, the more I'm on the Flintlock side of things, I think, you know, cause it's just going full it's like a hundred percent sustainable. It's true. You, know, 100%. you can
0: make those caps though too.
1: Yeah, you can, people you do know, make those caps. You can put, it's true. You
0: know, your own powder in those and I mean as much garbage is in our world today i feel like you'll probably always be able to find some aluminum cans somewhere and one aluminum can you can make a ton of primers with so it's
1: a good good point so you you have to have that skill set i don't have that knowledge
0: well that's what youtube is for before the apocalypse when we still have it you know so (laughs) learn gotta learn (laughs) learn everything on youtube yes i don't know if that's true but most things you can learn a lot of stuff
1: (laughs) absolutely okay um next next thing we want to talk about today too uh now that we've figured out what we're going to, you know, we have, we figured out the apocalypse situation. So we have, thank goodness. I feel so much better. Yeah. I can sleep at night. (laughs) Um, we've got a lot of questions about, uh, so we made a muzzle break video and we had some people say, you know, like talk about muzzle breaks on muzzle loaders and Mm -hmm. whether or not they're necessary. And, um, if they are like, which ones should we get and all that, all that kind of jazz. So we wanted to take a brief time here in the middle of our podcast to, um, discuss uh what what kind of like whether muzzle brakes are necessary on muzzle loaders if they are which ones and which what what's out there as far as cuz there's been a lot of changes to the market over the last year or two when it comes mm-hmm. to muzzle brakes for muzzle loaders so um hunter let's go ahead and dive into some of that stuff okay
0: so what question would you like to tackle first let's
1: tackle let's tackle whether it's even necessary like why why should people care about this conversation
0: yeah (laughs) well that's a good point Um, you don't typically think of a muzzle brake when you think of a muzzle loader Mm -hmm. Um, so there's definitely you know probably a good reason to to explain the benefits so really you know with muzzle loading the traditional side you don't use one. Mm-hmm. But those guns are typically a lot lower recoil, yeah. um, you know, than your higher performance inline hunting, you know, design muzzle And so really what I feel like the, the biggest reason for a muzzle break um on those higher powered inline guns is is one comfort for the shooter, um, which I know a lot of people, you know, probably are like, well, you, you don't need one, and that's true, you don't need one. But what we have found, and I think this is consistent finding, you know, um, for a lot of shooters is if you are more comfortable behind the gun, you're going to be more accurate typically mm-hmm. because yeah. you're not going to flinch so bad. So the muzzle brake really helps with that because it it reduces felt recoil a lot, right? So everybody's probably familiar with what they actually do and they are effective on muzzle loaders as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for your Acuras series, you know your paramounts especially, I would say the paramounts really it's it's very nice to have that break again, you don't have to you can shoot the gun without it. It's just for everybody who's shot one, you know <laughs> one of the all the feedback I got when I was still in customer service when those guns came out was man, these guns are awesome, super accurate. Oh, man, they kick so hard, you know? Yeah. Like, every single person, they mm. were praising the gun, and then right on the heels of it, it was like, oh, but it hurts to shoot this thing more yeah. than about two or three times, you know? And and so I guess, you know, what I would say is, yeah, you don't have to have it, but I think it makes your experience more enjoyable, and you'll be able to be at the range longer using a muzzle brake, you know, it will be easier to get back on target. Mm -hmm. You will be more accurate most likely because you're not going to be anticipating that recoil so much because any gun that kicks hard, even the most diligent people, you know, if you're really focusing and trying not to flinch, you you still do a little bit. We all do that. And Mm -hmm. so uh, it's just hard not to. You know and it's no fault of anybody's it does it's not a knock on your shooting ability it's just it's it's just a natural instinct we all have to to try to protect ourselves mm-hmm. when we're going to get hit by something you know
1: yeah i that's always been my argument as well is you don't have to have a muzzle brake i mean just like you don't have to have a muzzle brake on a you know 300 wind mag or you know your 338 Lapua or whatever mm-hmm. um but i would then argue how many rounds down range do you have in your 300 Win Mag versus your 6.5 Creedmoor? You know, you probably right. have shot your 6.5 Creedmoor a lot more mm-hmm. than your 300 Win Mag. And so that's my same argument with uh, muzzle brakes on a muzzle loader is, you know, if you have, you know, your traditional, or I guess that's a bad example, but if you have, like, your CVA Wolf that you shoot with 100 grains of powder and you have your, C you know, CVA Paramount and you probably shoot that Wolf a lot more because it's a lot less pain when you shoot it, you know? Typically, And yeah. so if you're going to shoot the um the Paramount, you put a muzzle brake on it, you're going to get more rounds downrange, you're going to be better practiced, you're going to be better prepared for the field, have better chances of success, and I think that is, that is like my main argument for it, is it's like, it's not unbearable, no. but it really makes, it's going to make you, it's going to make you better, and it's going to pay for itself ultimately in the long run, I think, so.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree, I think your reasoning's sound, and you know, that's that's kind of been the same Argument that I have encouraged as well. You know, argument seems like a negative thing. I would just say, yeah, I I think do what you like to do, what makes you comfortable, and, um, you know, it's really up to your discretion. I just, I think you, I think most people will benefit from using a muzzle brake. So I always encourage it. Um, They're, they're just, they really improve shooting. And one of the other aspects that we haven't really touched on is, the, they do clear out the smoke for you the, in particular yeah, the true. the side ported ones the radio ones not as much they do thin it mm-hmm. so you don't have this big cloud in front of you because it does kind of shoot out all the different directions but uh the the directional brakes that are side ported specifically those ones do you know clear your field of view really quickly which is mm-hmm. nice so there is some some added benefit in that regard just so you can keep track of the animal you just shot, you know, a little totally. bit easier. Um so if you need to track him or something, you know which way he's going and, you know, keep a little closer eye on him that way. Yeah, that's
1: one I always forget about, but that's a fantastic point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not the main point and purpose of them, but it is an added benefit. Totally. So yeah. um yeah, so I guess with that, you know, there's there's a couple of different options on the market, so we kind of touched on that a little bit. So you've got the radial style and you've got kind of those directional ports. There's mm-hmm. a variety of them out there. The the ones we carry on our website, we've got uh, the Anarchy Outdoors um, muzzle brakes, which are great. Uh, they've been working really well. They offer them in a bunch of different colors, which is nice. So you can mm-hmm. match them to your barrel specifically. Um, so that's a nice thing. A lot of people have enjoyed. Those are the radial style. Mm-hmm. So they've got holes all the way around the brake. Um, and and the then
1: titanium too, right? I think so. They're yes. really, really, really lightweight. Light. I feel like you're, it feels like you're holding like a leaf it, yeah, they're super light,
0: which is great because it doesn't off balance your muzzle loader, too. Mm-hmm. You don't get a little front heavy, especially on a gun, you know, if you're doing like the LRX or the Paramount, where it's got a little longer barrel, but the yep. Paramount's a little shorter, I guess. But especially
1: the LRX, the LRX I've, in particular, yes. It, I've used the LRX with like a really heavy brake and with a light brake, and the light brake is just the way to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you notice the extra weight, even though it's only a few ounces, it just off balances everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then there's uh the the side port style so we actually um exciting news we actually made our own muzzle break which we were pretty excited about um it's been performing really good we've been getting good feedback from you guys so thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. um so that's really encouraging and yeah if you have any other feedback on it those of you who are using it definitely let us know because we're actually integrated in the r&d and everything on that and so we can make any changes um, if you recommend some good changes and stuff to mm-hmm. it, any tweaks you you may want, um, if we get enough demand for that, you know, we can actually make that happen. So yeah, uh, definitely give us feedback on those. We we love to hear from you guys. Uh, leave some reviews so other people know your thoughts on it as well. That helps our customers out when they're shopping through stuff. Um, but yeah, ours ours is that side port design, so it's it actually reduces recoil a little bit more than the radial style, and then it does have that added benefit of having yeah. the smoke blowing
1: off to the side so and it's super lightweight too i don't Mm. know what is it what's it composed of
0: i believe ours is a stainless steel steel. um and then we have a nitride treated got
1: it yeah Mm. because that one so uh we made a video reviewing that one and um it's i will put a link in the description um but it basically it's excellent it's uh, <laughs> basically, it's excellent. The First time See, I'm I trying ever...
0: to be all professional and not not, not plug it too hard because it's our brand, and Darren's just full sending it. It's yeah. excellent. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, i I, uh, I had the misfortune of getting scoped when uh, in that video, <laughs> that's and so pretty, that was the that's first pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> the first time I ever shot shot that break because basically I was doing school and uh, Nate said hey we need to get some videos made on this on our new muzzle brake i was like okay so i came in just for that one day to do videos and i was like this is the first time i ever shot this thing and uh, i was really impressed with it so um from a an unbiased perspective impressed with it so um yeah i and those are like those are kind of the main two that are out there right now Uh, Mm -hmm. and so if you're looking at muzzle brakes you know if you if you've been convinced by our very convincing arguments. Very then convincing. <laughs> then uh, that both and both those are on our website. Yeah. Uh, links in the description. Um our so CS
0: team's super knowledgeable about them
1: too. Yep. So if they have more questions that we didn't cover,
0: give them a give them a shout. They can they can walk you through it.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Um, so now we're gonna go on to another segment here. And this segment is called I don't know, I d I don't know if this is appropriately named or not, but it's, I called it what would I say. So basically <laughs> what we have here is we have six different Six different and like either or questions, like kind of like would you rather type questions. Uh-huh. Um, they're all muzzleloading related, and so basically, I'll do I'll ask one to Hunter, he'll ask one to me, and um, basically, or what we'll do is we're gonna go through each one together, but we have to guess what the other person would choose from these various options. So basically, the first one, um, as an example, because this one is pretty obvious for for both of us, I think, is rendezvous or hunting. And so I'm gonna guess that Hunter would choose hunting over rendezvous, and then Hunter would then guess what he thinks. And I, I didn't even get to it.
0: guess. You just you just guessed for me.
1: No, I guess <laughs> for you. No, you guess for me. Oh, okay. I got yes, you. I'm yes. going to say hunting. Yes. Because you already revealed already, earlier. Yes. This is why this is the example <laughs> question, you know. The so,
0: freebie. I got some points. Yes, yeah, yes, no. yes. <laughs>
1: And whoever uh, wins in the end gets a crisp high five from our cameraman, Emilio. So, Excellent. Is he
0: going to give us the high five on camera or off camera? I
1: don't know. We'll see how if he can navigate can through navigate all of this. Navigate all uh, the labyrinth of cameras. <laughs> and and dive in. <laughs> so, Lights. And, okay. Um, great. So the, the first real one. The first real one. So um, we're
0: marking that first one's a tie. Yeah. The first one's Kay. a tie.
1: We got, you know, one point each, uh, we'll say. So the next one, loose powder or pellets. And, um, I'm going to guess that Hunter is going to, would, would prefer, uh, based on what our range days, I'm going to say Hunter prefers loose powder. That's correct. Yes. Okay. I
0: definitely prefer loose powder. Good, I get a point. All right. What about, what about me? <sighs> I think I think you prefer loose powder as well. I like pellets. I actually. think you're lying, so I'm going to give myself a point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's really tough for me to choose. I like Really? Yeah, it is really that tough. That surprises me. So, I, can I, you walk I, me through that a little bit? Yeah, so I like weighing powder. Um so I really like like if I'm doing something really precise, mm-hmm. I like to weigh powder. Um, and so like it's Blackhorn 209 or something like that. I like to have everything all marked out. But if it's just a simple hunt like what we do around here, I obviously we can't use pellets here. But if it's, right. like it's just a simple hunt, then using pelletized powder is just so much faster and and simpler. Hmm. And so it's like it could go either way. But uh, today, I feel like choosing pellets. You're a so, pellet man. All yeah. right, all right. <laughs> and I'm not doing it just so you uh, don't get yeah, points. Yeah, <laughs> sure. No, uh-huh. um, he,
0: he, I was honest, so he got <laughs> one point. You know now.
1: So here's what we're, here's what I'm gonna do, just so we can't have any allegations. Allegation. I'm gonna circle my answer next time. Before oh, there you you go, there
0: you go. That's a good idea. Then it's then it's binding. There is
1: it. Yes, it's like a legal contract. There you go. Totally. So here, um, this is a tough one. That is a
0: tough one. Let me let me circle my answers here.
1: Okay. Um. So the next one is. Inline or traditional muzzle on, I'm not
0: done answering my questions. Oh, you're
1: going to, you're circling them all, right? I was away. gonna
0: lock them in.
1: That way there's no no funny business. Okay, sounds good. I will do the same.
0: Okay. Got my answers. No, no peeking.
1: Okay. Um well, this last one's kinda of tough too. Okay. So Yeah, okay. Uh so the second one. Inline or traditional muzzle loader? I'm gonna guess that Hunter Oh man, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say traditional actually on this one. Yeah, really? I, yeah, I That's thought that what was. You got. I thought it was kind of a long shot. I thought it was kind <laughs> of a long shot. Honestly, you know me so well. I just remember you having fun shooting the flintlock. So it's,
0: the traditional guns are a ton of fun. They're a blast if, if it's just for fun. I do those all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. they're
1: amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna
0: guess. Since hunting such a prevalent focus for you, my, my deduction is in line. Yeah, that's okay. correct. That's All correct. right, good. Hey, I got a point. All <laughs> right. A real point. A real Plus point. my bonus point I gave myself earlier. Yes, that right? counts.
1: <laughs> bonus points count. They're like half point. Uh, <laughs>
0: depends on who's totaling the points at
1: the end. So, um, So the next one, pistol or rifle?
0: Okay, I'm going to guess you're going to go with rifle. That's
1: correct. Okay. I'm gonna guess that you are gonna go with pistol.
0: No, I, I really rifle.
1: Yeah. Oh man. I, I
0: much prefer long guns to to handguns.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's I'm. I'm honestly like I was pretty confident in my really? guess on it's that. Like, yeah. you,
0: you know I, my favorite I, pastime is trap shooting though. It's true,
1: but like it's not muscle muscle shot, Yeah, exactly. No. So I was just like I was just confused. But yeah. anyways, I get zero points. I'll take my. We're loss, tied now, lumps. and yep. I'm
0: actually leading because again I'm good with my have super bonus, half. Point. Point. No, I'm. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the bonus point could be a tiebreaker. Okay, one one
0: um, to one to one. No, one to two. two. Uh, you got one. I got two. Is I that have,
1: right? I have two. You have two. Yeah, because yes, pack. that's yeah. right. We're yeah. all tied up. Yeah, all okay, tied up. Here we go. Okay. Okay. So flintlock or percussion?
0: Okay, I'm gonna say you're gonna do percussion. That's correct.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say that you're gonna do flintlock.
0: No, I picked percussion. Oh, my goodness. I'm pulling ahead now. Here we Man, go. I'm falling behind. All I'm right. Behind. All right. No. Um, well, hey, what happens if you get this one right and I get it wrong? Then we have a, have a tiebreaker.
1: Yeah, we both get a high five. That's what it comes down Excellent.
0: to. Excellent. Okay, that sounds good.
1: <laughs> all right, scope or open sights? And I feel like this one is kind of the toughest of them all. Really? For me, at least, yeah, to choose. Okay. I've, I'm going to go with scope for you. Nope, oh, I chose open sight. Did you? Okay. Did, yeah. Especially with the new like Snag me. Now you, the get, new you have Williams, chance here. The Williams like dialable open sight thing they have on the on the Paramount. I haven't the, even shot that thing yet. That, thing that is, looks cool. I haven't shot it either. But it's cool. It's everything I want. <laughs> I like it. It's cool. <laughs> it's like the it's the Williams Western precision, which I love, but with the one the added deal of being able to dial it out, it's like, man, fantastic. Sweet. Um so for you, I'm gonna boy, this is my chance. Um no pressure. It all comes down to this. A lot of pressure. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say scope. You got it. Oh right. I pulled it
0: out at the last second. So now we're tied, so I guess we both second. get a crisp high five from yep. Emilio. Well, you
1: did get the tiebreaker, so Emilio. That, gets that the... was a
0: made up tiebreaker. I just <laughs> I gave myself an extra point, so we'll we'll play it honestly and we'll say that that we tied. Okay, sounds good. I didn't get to lose powder pellets. Gentlemen,
1: a gentleman's a gentleman's agreement. A
0: gentleman's agreement.
1: There you go. All right, and now now that we've moved through our brief intermission um it's time for the the crown jewel of what we discussed today the crown jewel the crown jewel so it's you know getting into fantasy football time we've had the nfl draft um i've already had a lot of my fantasy football drafts so uh we decided it'd be interesting if we did like a muzzleloader draft so basically we have different positions so we have one position for long range muzzleloader that's kind of like your quarterback we have two positions for inline two position uh two positions for traditional muzzleloaders, but one has to be a cap and ball, one has to be a flintlock, which is kind of like you can kind of interchange those for most of the time. You have to have a muzzleloader pistol. You can have a flex, which is a muzzleloader of any kind. You have to choose a powder, and then you have two bench spots. Um, And so basically the idea is we want to build a solid muzzleloader rafter, or rafter? Rafter. (laughs) Roster. Roster, drafter, rafter. (laughs) What am I talking about? A solid muzzleloader roster and then what we'll do is we will post my team and Hunter's team in the comments of this uh, in of this uh YouTube video and uh you guys will have to go on there and vote for which one uh, basically just hit the like on the on the comment and whichever one gets more likes you know Hunter and I will brag about it for eternity. So. That's
0: probably not true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Jesus said they're
0: not supposed to do that, so I'm not going to do that. I, I will. I will. You will. Okay. <laughs> that's a sacrifice uh, you're willing to make. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: so, starting off, long uh first off, we have to decide who goes first. Um, Ooh, that's true.
0: How about we Emilio tied, Picks? My, my
1: whole idea was that we were going to, whoever won this first game would get to choose first, but we tied, oh. so it's like...
0: Okay. Well, we'll just have Emilio pick.
1: Emilio, who picked? Okay, I go okay, first. You're going Sounds first. Sounds good. So, um, long range muzzleloader. I'm going to pick the.
0: Got to be specific. Has to be very specific. You can't just take like a class of muzzleloader. I feel like
1: the clearest, the clearest choice is the, um, the Paramount Pro, uh, V2. Version that they came out with this year at SHOT which, show.
0: Which Which caliber?
1: Uh, 45, I guess. Going 45. Yeah, yep, okay. because they got rid of the, the 40s are currently on hold, so Kay. we're going to go with the, the 45. That makes sense. Okay, like well. A pretty, pretty solid choice, I think.
0: See. Now, do we have to draft these in order, or do we just get to pick one with each of our turns?
1: You can pick, you can pick whatever. Yeah, it's just like just a draft. Like, a, like yeah. a real draft.
0: Okay, all right. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to draft as one of my standard inline spots. I'm I'm going to take the CVA Acura MRX in 50 caliber.
1: Okay. Standard inline, my pick. I'm going to pick uh, the Traditions um, Nitro Fire. I should have started there. Vapor. Yep. Traditions Nitro Fire Vapor. I That's feel like like the steel. The although, steel although
0: you're you're you know for. Equating this to to playing time, he can only play fifty percent of the time because he's only legal <laughs> in half the states. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: got me. That was that was a good
1: one. That's a good one. Okay, what's your next pick? Okay,
0: so let's see here. I'm gonna go back to long range. I'm gonna pick up the Paramount Pro V2 in 50 caliber since that's the best option left.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, standard inline. I think. Uh, actually. Yeah, okay. So standard inline, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the CVA Acura LRX.
0: Okay. Let's see here. All right, I am going to pick up I'm going to pick up the Pedersoli Missouri River Hawkin for the traditional camp and ball.
1: Okay. That's a fantastic choice. I almost took that last round, but I was like, <laughs> I better snatch up the LRX while it's still there. That's so true. So the um, I think I'm I man powder powder could really be a solid one here. It's true. The tough thing is, do you pick Blackhorn to a nine because of this the availability toughness? I, I can't help you. It's a draft. I know. I know. I know. It's tough. I'm just gonna I'm gonna snatch up Blackhorn to a nine for the powder.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty big for the. Yep. So I am going to go with. Uh... Well, since you've taken that, I think <laughs> what makes the most sense is to try to capitalize in an area where I can still beat you out. Yep. So I'm going to pick up. I'm going to go with um, with with um, some Goex. We're going to go. Can you only pick one powder? Because you kind of need multiple powders I, for some of these. I would
1: say it's not necessarily for these guns. It's just like just a, just the, a good powder. Okay, yeah, I yeah. would just say Go
0: X True Black Powder them oh, um, because okay. that's going to give me a good leg up on the flintlock side of things.
1: Ooh man, that's a five head move. That's really smart. <laughs> um, uh, so I think uh, so. I think I'm going to move on to let's see what's some of the you know best muzzleloaders available here. I think I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with the Traditions Vortex Striker Fire on my Flex. On your Flex, yeah. okay. I
0: was like, hold on, you've already got three line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Next.
1: Um, LDR version. LDR. The LDR yep. version.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's see, and you've already picked up the LRX. Okay, I am going to go with... Let's get a good since I'm already invested in the flintlock side here I am going to go with the let's see here again I'm going to go back to Pettersoli and I'm going to go with their Kentucky rifle for the flintlock
1: interesting man you're snatching up the Petersolleys on me
0: well you you beat me to the punch on the inline so I got to <laughs> I got to go heavy somewhere <laughs> else
1: <laughs> okay so for my next I think I'm going to take I think I'm gonna take the PA pellet, the Traditions PA pellet for my flintlock.
0: Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Let's see here. I still need to get a good alternative for my standard inline spot number two, don't I? Let's yep. see here. You took both of the good long
1: range ones, all three of the good long range ones, <laughs> took the best
0: ones. What caliber was your striker fire?
1: Um, I well, I. It's tough because like because if, if you just do the single caliber, then it's like you're taking That's the true. same gun. That's you know, true. we'll let it slide but with there's, the Paramount there's, Pro.
0: Yeah, but there's a significant performance differential there. Ballistically, true. I so. guess I,
1: I would take the I would take the 45. You yeah, know, if I had to pick a caliber, if I was nailed down.
0: Well, I'll you know? leave it a little more broad for that one because okay. it's not as performance heavy as the Paramount. We'll say got so. It, okay. Got it. So for the other standard inline muzzleloader pick. Ah, uh, here we go. Here's my loophole. No, no, I'm not gonna do that actually, because that's gonna be a problem with my powder. So let's do. You know, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with actually the CVA Wolf V2.
1: Okay, that's that might solid. Be surprising that's to you? In that, that's yeah, interesting.
0: I've got a strategy
1: in mind. Ooh, okay, I got it. Um, I'm going to go to my bench spot, and I'm gonna t- pick up. A um pyrodex select. Oh, you're gonna pick up more powder. You, you can, can do yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, it's almost like a extra flex spot, but you can't start them. It's like a it's a sub in, you know.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Well then I guess I better go and snag some triple seven then because I need something for the Paramount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go X, go X in the Paramount. You could do it. You I could, I guess. Uh. So dirty with that! Oh my goodness, all that
1: powder. That'd be crazy. Yeah. All right, we're coming down to it. We got three spots left. Um, muzzleloader pistol. I could I'm trying to find where I can get the most value here. I think that was that, a
0: bench spot, by the way. I not I don't think yes, I specified yeah, that on that spot. powder.
1: Yep, that makes sense. Um, I think on the muzzleloader pistol side of things. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna go with a Kentucky pistol, or actually, I'm gonna go with the trapper. Trad, I'm gonna go with the traditions trapper mm. on the pistol side of things. You're probably thinking I'm crazy for not going with uh, like some kind of Pettersoli thing, but
0: no, no, I was surprised you didn't go with the Optima V2 pistol. I thought that's. Oh where you man! One. Did you forget about that one? Yeah, I guess it's not, it's not <laughs> a bad pick. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely going with that one because that's probably the best inline pistol, the best muzzleloader pistol on the market. Yeah, CVA. it's true. Uh, it's true. See here, Opti- but as
1: we talked about before, mine's sustainable. I can make. This I is make true. Caps. But <laughs> we're also living in a world
0: where we're doing a fantasy draft for muzzleloaders, so
1: I think supplies are plentiful. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right, cap and ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my my traditions vein of thought on the cap and ball and go with their uh, what's the new the mountain is that what it is they have that new. Um, Cap and ball, it's kind of like the PA pellet, but uh, the shed horn? The shed horn. The shed horn. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. The shed horn. That's
0: kind of a good in between there. Yep. Okay. See here. We got I got a flex spot and a bench spot. I'm gonna go. Ha (laughs) ha ha. I'm gonna hamstring you. So I'm gonna take the bench spot. I'm gonna do large rifle primers.
1: Oh man.
0: Good luck shooting your Paramount without those.
1: Oh man, that's pretty rough. <laughs> I'm gonna speak Vera <laughs> Flames. You know you can't do that. <laughs> uh, We're gonna have to tag team then
0: yeah. a, a team merger. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you um, could shoot with 209
1: primers. I could, yeah, I could. I guess, I guess for the bench spot, um, I guess I, I, mean, I kind of have to. The thing is, yeah, I kind of have to go with 209 primers. I guess.
0: Um I mean we're going to have to you know have, what, I'm going to have, have stuff to shoot anyway so yeah, saying, I don't know.
1: I'm going to I'm going to go to the bench spot and I'm actually going to take um I'm going to take the youth buck stalker
0: no, 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 well, I've got the wolf, so I'm okay there because that true. one works for the youths as well. Yep, so we're I good. Got it. Yeah, it's true. You, That's you, a good you, thought, though. I, I, I panicked a little bit when you said that, <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, I've got the wolf. We're good. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, versatile. Yeah, you okay. snagged the wolf, and I was like, oh, man. That's true. That's true. All right. And for my flex spot, so this is the last pick I have. I am going to go with, we're going to go with, um, I'm going to go with a Pieta. And I'm going to go with the Pieta. We're going to say... Eight, solid choice. 1851. I'm going to go with the 7.5 inch Navy
1: Ooh. Revolver. Ooh. Solid. Very good Boom. choice. Very good choice. Alright. All right. So, um, we'll post our teams in the comments, and then uh, you guys can vote on which one you like better. Uh, I think we have two solid teams here. Yeah, it was two fun. I, yeah, I got a kick out of that. I it was pretty too. <laughs> good. It was more fun than I
0: thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed
1: listening to it. I, I, I like drafts and i you know i think this is i enjoyed it at least so um if you guys enjoyed this style of podcast where we just kind of dink around and talk about muzzleloader stuff um not anything in particular let us know um we're always kind of trying to experiment with different kinds of content just so. like to be entertained instead yeah. of
0: just get constant information or
1: something yeah yeah, yeah. and we try to do we're not going to like quit on the informational yeah. side of things no either. definitely not um, but i like doing these kind of less serious ones every once in a while just to kind of keep things keep it keep it light keep it fun because
0: that is why we're here ultimately right with the muzzleloading stuff is to have a good time
1: exactly exactly well said well said and with that i really appreciate you guys watching let us know uh your thoughts in the comments like subscribe and uh leave us a review if you're listening on the audio platforms and we'll see you guys on the next episode